Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today, another special day, Tuesday, for those of our listeners that listen in every week, this is Travel Tuesday. Each week, we get the chance to bring in our local members from around the world, and they share with us some of the important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be learning more about doing business in Costa Rica, and I'm pleased to welcome my friend Alexandra Aguilar, a director at BLP in San Jose, Costa Rica. Alex, I'm excited to have you on the program today. How have you been? Hi, Pete. I'm really excited. Actually, I've been fine, and actually, I'm very happy to be with you and also with the Employment Law Alliance audience today. Wonderful. Well, let's jump right in. We usually like to understand an overview of the jurisdiction. Some of the things our listeners may or may not know about the population, the economy, maybe some government structure issues, and just lay that out if you would. Sure. First, I think that I would like to start by saying that Costa Rica is located in Central America, for those who don't know. And actually, we are a small country, but we are known because of our nature, our tropical and cloud forests, along with our ecological sense, or ethics as well. In addition, we are a country we speak Spanish here in Costa Rica, but many people also speak English. We have a strong democracy for over 120 years, and we don't have an army since the 1940s. So this is kind of particular, and also this is something special for us here in Costa Rica. Also, I would like to say that on May of this year, a new party arise to the power of the government. It was the Social Democratic Progress Party, led by the now president, Rodrigo Chavez. So we are still waiting for the possible changes for the country. Now, well, I would say right now we have a population of over 5 million people. And I have to say that we come from different ethnicities, so you can find a mix between European, African, indigenous, and many other ethnicities as well. Regarding, you know, the regulations about labor law, we have, you know, constitution and a labor code, which are the main regulations that mandates or provide the provisions regarding employment here in Costa Rica. And we are still, surprisingly, on the top of the happy planet index and we are also known as the country where many people want to retire very interesting you know every time i do these travel tuesdays i often think of my retirement and i have been to your beautiful country and watched the birds and fished it's quite a spectacular place let's talk about some of the industries though you touched on nature and some of those things but let's drill in deeper what kind of industries is costa rica known for well i think that we have a strong, you know, industries related to services like call centers and consulting. Also, we have industries associated with, you know, medical devices and surgical products. And I think one of our biggest industries right now is related to technology because it is really wide. We can find many tech companies and different fields here in Costa Rica. And in addition, another, you know, key industry for us is tourism. This sector is really strong. Actually, this industry, I believe, that has made us known worldwide. Many hotel chains and real estate developers have come to develop beautiful projects here in Costa Rica. And even though the pandemic, you know, affected a little bit the industry, we can now say that the numbers are increasing. 
And I think these industries have found a really good niche here in Costa Rica because of the development of the free trade zones, which are regimes that provide tax incentive to the economies and also because of the people that companies find here. Because we have employees who are highly educated. They have graduated from the top national universities. They are bilingual. And also, they are eager to provide high-quality services. So I believe these are the key industries that we have here in Costa Rica. Well, that's wonderful. And it's great to hear about the influx of development and other things there. So let's let's take a scenario for our audience. A lot of people look at our Travel Tuesday and say, gee, what would it be like to do business there? And I understand the industries. They understand what it's structured like. But now let's talk about kind of when the rubber meets the road, if you will, where people are actually employing people in Costa Rica from another jurisdiction. So help us understand what some of the key structural issues employers need to know about when employing locally in your country. Sure, of course. Well, I have to start by saying that happily Costa Rica has had an economic stability and we don't have unions in the private sector. Actually, we can find unions in the public sector. And normally this makes employment easy here in Costa Rica for private companies or for foreign companies as well. But companies that want actually to come to Costa Rica must know also that we have a strong social security regime that make all companies to be registered as employers in order to start operations, which means that each month the company will be making reports to the social security related to salary social contributions from employer and employee. Also, we have a strong protection as well for employees in our labor code. And before applying any sanction, our advice is always to review such code in order to be sure that the sanction can be applied, that it is valid, and actually that the company is doing things well. Furthermore, I would like to say that in the last 12 months, we have not had many changes actually in our jurisdiction. But we believe that right now, many companies that are going to come to Costa Rica must know that the key or the popular subject is a subject related to paternity licenses and also related to adoption licenses. Because a lot of companies right now are applying something that used to be applied only for women. And now we have a license, for example, to provide two days off during the first day, four weeks, since birth to fathers, and we have three months to the foster parent or parents after they receive the child. So luckily, we are facing these, you know, changes and not others, but we have to wait if the new government propose new changes in the labor sector. But overall, I believe that making business here in Costa Rica, it's very easy. We have laws that can be adjusted to any company that comes to Costa Rica. So that's wonderful. So and again, when I get in these conversations, we always ask this question of if the business climate tips more towards pro-business or is it more in support of employees or pro-employee? So Costa Rica and the general business climate, more pro-business or more pro-employee? What do you think? Yes, actually, I have to say that business climate is really good for companies right now because as I already mentioned, we have a strong democracy. We have economic stability right now. Education is really important and really appreciated by all Costa Ricans here. 
Also, we have legal stability. And as also I already mentioned, the lack of unions in the private sector, which I believe make Costa Rica a really great place to do business. Also, the other part is the free trade zone regime that make businesses easier for foreign companies and local employees. Therefore, this is something that makes us different, you know, from the, the rest of the countries in the region. But of course, employees, you know, they are protected by our labor code. However, the majority of the companies here in, in Costa Rica follow the law, which allow them to provide certainty to employees and have a better work environment. Therefore, I believe that they produce contingencies for the company and that makes businesses more easy here in Costa Rica. So let's talk about those employees that want to travel to Costa Rica mm-hmm. and work from there, but maybe be employed by a company in Europe or a company in North America or in the U.S. Yeah. We have a lot of that going on up here. Mm-hmm. And that's always a question is, well, how easy is it or difficult is it to immigrate in and out of that country? What do you think? Yes, actually, I think that right now it's kind of easier to come to Costa Rica to work because we have enforced digital nomad law, which allows employees from other countries that were hired in their countries to work here in Costa Rica without having the, you know, the need to be enrolled in a local payroll. So I think that is making a little bit easier for an employees to come here to Costa Rica only to, to enjoy the country and also to work for their, you know, companies in their home. So that is one of the things. Also, I think that if you are going to be a foreign employee who's going to stay a longer time working for a local company here in Costa Rica, you do need a work permit to work here in Costa Rica. However, normally employees who come are employees with high level positions. So for them, it's really easy to get a permit to work here in Costa Rica. And also in Costa Rica, it is interesting because a lot of companies who are based here are companies that are regional and they have to make decisions for, you know, the rest of Central America, for example. And that allows, you know, the possibility of making, you know, cross-border businesses easier in order to provide services. But we know that the region can improve in connection with immigration standards. However, cross-border businesses is something that is happening every day. So I believe that the market will keep going and hopefully it will keep going stronger in order to attract new companies. But I think that we have a good base right now in order to attract foreign employees in order to come here to work in the beautiful Costa Rica. Well, it is a beautiful country, and I always love catching up with you. For those in our audience that listen to our Spanish channel, Asuntos Laborales, you'll recognize Alex's voice. She's one of our co-hosts and anchors of that channel. Check it out as Asuntos Liberales in your favorite podcast resource. Alex, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Peter. And thank you for all the Employment Law Alliance audience. If you'd like to connect with Alex, you can find her bio by clicking on her name in the description of this podcast. Also visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from the library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.